The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Let's get to the round table. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. table today and i need to tell you the lady dogs are dancing they're a 10 seed going to face florida state on friday 130 tip at iowa city and uh, you can check uh, check that out i believe it's on uh, one of the networks out there tv network to be determined I think those are on espn family Network. are they okay yeah so, off the top of my head yeah yeah if you want to see the lady dogs are in there at least somebody's in buck more for Kennesaw State, it'd be embarrassing. Yes, a little. It's not really surprising, though, the way Tech and Georgia have been playing basketball here recently. A little surprising, Georgia State's not in there. We got accustomed to seeing a lot of them. Well, maybe uh, Kennesaw State can make this a habit, but would really like to see Georgia make this a habit as well. But Yeah, so we are uh, efforting uh, Chip Towers. Uh, let me try to uh, text Chip and... This is my best thing is to talk and text at the same time. But uh, there you go. All right, so uh, <clears throat> we got uh, Georgia spring football practice getting underway this week. And you can uh, depend on 680 The Fan. We're the official sports talk station of the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, we've got the Kirby Smart press conference coming up tomorrow at noon. So make plans to be here for that. Tomorrow at noon here on 680 The Fan, you'll hear from Kirby Smart. We have not heard a lot from Kirby since the championship parade and the tragic wreck that happened after that. So looking forward to hearing what Kirby has to say coming up tomorrow. Yeah, but my first question off the top of my head is talking about the quarterback situation going into this season. But unfortunately, that won't be the only thing. Uh, the only topic mentioned tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of uh, work to get done this spring, obviously. If you want to do the three-peat, uh, you're going to have to uh, figure out who your quarterback's going to be. That is number one. But i tell you what, I, I like the talent we've got pretty much at every other spot. I think the cornerback spot opposite of Lassiter is, is going to be huge. Uh, that is another area where George is looking to, to fill a big void left by Keely Ringo. Offensive line, Broderick Jones is out. Moving on to the National Football League right now, looking like a middle to upper first round pick. Those, those elite offensive tackles are hard to find at the NFL level, so I would expect he's going to go in the top 15 picks. 
looking at it right now, so you got to cover that up. I'll tell you what, let's break it down with our man Chip Towers from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution covering the Bulldogs. He's on top of it. He joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. So, uh, Chip, we got spring football practice underway, and everybody wants to talk about the quarterback competition. It, you, well, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a big deal, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, everybody wants to know who's going to replace Stetson Bennett. I don't believe they will be able to determine that during spring football practice. Last week, I ended the show, ended the show last Friday talking about how it's more of a process. These quarterbacks, you you got to go out and you you got to look good at spring football practice. Then you've got to stick around during the summer, lead these workouts. Coach is not able to do that, so you need a quarterback to take charge, lead the uh, workouts going on there during the summer. Then you got to come back during summer camp and look good. And then you've got to look good in the season opening game before you can really start to solidify yourself as the starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Buck. And, and, you know, the thing about it is I, I don't think a, a, a number one quarterback will necessarily be determined by spring practice or even fall camp, but you still have to have an order, right? You have to have a process. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't think it's any mystery that the reason Carson Beck is still here is, uh, you know, I don't know if assured would even be the right way to put it, but, you know, somebody's got to go first. And, and I expect Carson Beck, to go first and be that guy that you describe, you know, for spring practice in those spring meetings uh, over the summer and, you know, heading in, into uh, uh, through, through preseason camp. Now, once the season gets here, um, certainly some attitudes may change by practice and practice scrimmages, but then when it comes down to game time, how do you perform? And, you know, depending on how all of that transpires, um, you know, there could be a change made. But, you know, listen, Carson, just like Stetson Bennett, the reason he came back and he talked about his meeting with, with, with Kirby Smart um, after the 2021 season, he did that with the assurance that he would be able to work with offensive coordinator Todd Munkin as the number one guy, be the guy who organized those throwing sessions, those summer volunteer workouts and all those kind of things. And I think Carson Beck's expecting to do the same thing this year, and that's why he's still around. What other areas are you really compelled to check out? Well, you know, there's a bunch. I mean, there's a, it, the beautiful thing about college football, I think, is the transition from year to year. You never have the same team. And it's true in, in, in really all sports. But, you know, nothing like college football. You're going to have, you know, great turnover. And Georgia has that again. I mean, uh, you know, you're losing both tackles. And in, in, I guess if Georgia's program wasn't in the state that it is now under Kirby Smart, normally that would be a, you know, that would be a red flag, a, a, a four-alarm fire that you're worried about putting out. Um, but Georgia, as we know, has some really good uh, candidates ready to step in at both left tackle and right tackle. I think it's going to be intriguing to see what they do. In other words, Amarius Mims, you know, he started the last two games of the year at right tackle while Warren McClendon was out. Does he stay there where he's proven to be, you know, better than good, you know, exceptional, or do you move it over to the left side? But then again, you got Ernest Green, a former five-star out of California who, you know, inside the program you hear has everything that you're looking for in the left tackle guy. Uh, does he just take over right there? Is it one of these other guys that's been waiting in the wings? 
when they got five stars stacked upon five stars to move around on the O line. Uh, same thing kind of in the secondary. I mean, you know, you got Keely Ringo and Christopher Smith going to the NFL. That's not a small, you know, both those guys were all Americans by uh, one outlet or another. And, um, you, you know, you got to replace them. A lot of options, you know, Javon Bullard could move from, from star to one of the other positions, cornerback or safety, or you can keep him where he is and then move up the, the young guys who's it's their time to move into there. So, and then outside linebacker is a huge position of, of unknown at this point with a bunch of young um, five stars ready to tee it up there. So, you know, it'll be the individual position battles that we're watching uh, mostly during spring. And, and uh, you know, but at the end of the day, those probably won't get completely decided either until we get out of fall camp. Chip, we'll be airing the Kirby Smart press conference tomorrow at noon. What what do you think? We're How's that going to go? Uh, we hadn't heard a lot from Kirby since the uh, tragic uh, car wreck that, that happened after the uh, celebration parade that we had. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he's going to have a lot of questions to answer. I'm sure he's not going to want to spend much time uh, at all. I, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, he'll he'll want to be, you know, a little bit transparent and, and kind of get some of that stuff out of the way as we get ready. But you're right. I mean, we have not heard from Kirby, and I'm talking about as in a in a press conference atmosphere, a Q&A atmosphere, you know, since, uh, you know, the day after the national championship game in Los Angeles when they had the championships day press conference. And, and press conferences are a little bit different, um, you know, have a little different feel to them than, than certainly, you know, a negotiated Q&A sit-down such as you had with, with ESPN or, or uh, you know, or, you know, virtually nothing that he's done since then. But, you know, uh, I know Kirby and he'll want to turn the attention to football and, and the positions and the things they want to get done in spring. And listen, all of us who cover the team want that as well. I mean, that's what we got in the business for is to cover football and, and to, and to cover a, a high profile program such as the university of Georgia, but there's some business to deal with first. And, and uh, I'm sure Kirby will do that. Great stuff. As always, we appreciate you jumping in chip. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you, Buck. Atlanta Journal-Constitution sports writer Chip Towers joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest 
largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 